throw. It would be nice to have a blow throw. It would be nice to have a blow throw. It would be nice to have a blow throw. It would be nice to have a blow throw. It would be nice to have a blow throw. It would be nice to have a blow throw. It would be nice to have a blow throw. The snowflake is one old triggered soul with reading glasses sitting on his nose and takes that really blow. Sipple the snowflake deserves a mouthpiece to the face. He says LeBron's the goat and Steph will choke. Then he runs to his safe space. Hey, we gotta be careful here. He tells us when we speak. But when 10 games air in a day, he thinks that's too many. Oh, Sipple the snowflake says words like mature. He's a blogger now and an honor too, and also really old. You know, back in the day when, before Dunkin' Donuts used people like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez to promote their product, they had a just a generic actor who would always wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and would say, it's time to make the donuts. Well, for Stephen M. Sipple, it's time to eat the donuts. Yeah. Friends, uh, I don't know, who, who took this picture of you, Sip? Um... Uh, you're you're backstage there at your radio station in Lincoln, and you're holding a box of delicious Lamar's donuts. Who mm. who, 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 who do we give credit to for this fine Pulitzer Prize-winning work? I don't. It's Josh, our producer. We have a producer named Josh. Nice. I used to have a producer named Josh. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I always look confused, and I usually am yeah. confused. Why? Like, why are we taking a picture right now? That's, that's usually the look on my face. Like, yes. What, what are we... Oh, it most certainly is. <laughs> I mean, now, for those of you who weren't paying attention in the stream, it, you know, we've had the, the sip pointing into the garbage can uh, picture for a while on the graphic. And, I mean, it's literally the same look on your face. You're pointing into the garbage can in one. You're holding a box of donuts. It's the same look on your face. It's the same picture. <laughs> it's the same picture. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'll have to take a look at that. Um, but, yeah, usually it's just utter confusion. Like, it's 7 a.m., you're taking a picture of me for some reason, and I don't – what are we doing? Yeah. I guess I will say this, John. The big difference between the first photo and the second photo is at least his eyes are open in the new photo. That's true. That's a good point. Because when you were uh, pointing at your takes in the trash can, simple, your eyes were closed. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay. Well, <laughs> things are going great, but before we get to that, Sip, we yeah, just yeah. wanted to point out that, you know, Sipple through history, there, there's, <laughs> there's Sip at the signing of the Declaration of Independence holding a box of donuts. That's good. Those are good. You're good at there's, uh, there's Sip at the oh, first Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. He didn't then, bring the blankets, thankfully. And Yes. Thank, <laughs> that, 
Josh, that came a little later. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, what I oh, like to call the, the last sipple. Uh, Not the last supper, the yeah. last sipple. By the way, Sip, I love Lamar's donuts. I haven't had them in years, but when I was in, in broadcasting class with Rick Alloway as a as a young millennial, I would get a couple of Lamar's donuts and a <laughs> bottle of white 2% milk, and I'd bring it to class and eat it and drink it. It was It was lovely. <laughs> a young millennial. Yep. When I was in my 20s, the olden times. The olden times, indeed. That sounds good. Oh, it does. Now oh, I'm craving donuts, man. Dude, donuts look, sound awesome Lamar's, right now. The Mars are great. Oh, get some fresh donuts yeah. in your belly. Lamar's, yum, yum, yum. Mars are tremendous. Yeah. Well, uh, Sip, uh, you, know, I, you know, occasionally we talk other sports here on this segment. It's not just football. <laughs> yeah. The big story of the day, Jordy Ball out for the season. All this hype and excitement for Husker softball and the best player in the country is not going to play anymore. How, how, how much does how, – how, what does this rank on, like, the gut punch Husker 24, 20, or 23-24 athletics? Really high. Really high. I mean, it was gonna, I think it was going to be a fun spring, summer, early summer, and I was really happy. Well, I mean, you feel – first of all, you feel terrible for the player. Now, she has two years of eligibility remaining, and she'll come back strong. She'll have a good attitude, it sounds like. I feel I feel for Rhonda. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, again, this is, this, there's so much excitement. And it, now, it doesn't mean there can't still be excitement. But, you know, you're losing a two-time All-American, a, a, you know, someone who was the MVP of the College World Series, 44-2. and two. Someone who really, I mean, captivated non-softball fans. You know, people who don't ordinarily follow Nebraska softball were very interested. And that's probably the, I don't know, there's a lot of unfortunate elements to the story. That's one of them. Is that, you know, we're, we ordinarily don't talk about it, right? No. We've never asked about Nebraska softball. This might be the so, first softball question we've ever asked you. I mean, I mean, Josh asks you softball questions, but not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I serve up softballs at press conferences, but uh, this is not the first, or this is probably the first time you've asked me in, I don't know, 15 years, whatever, whatever yeah. however long we do this. So that, you know, it, it, no, John, to answer your question, it ranks super high. A gut punch list. Does does Sip does like the interest just completely disappear for this team? And I know that like that might sound harsh for the other players and and you know Ravel and company. Like they still have a job to do. They they still want to have a successful season. But I mean they brought in all this extra seating. Obviously the NIL component was very very high. Like I, I just feel like everything is just going to drop off to a level that you know I don't want to say it's going to be a net negative, but I just don't know if that interest is going to be anywhere. I mean of course it won't be where it was going to be, but I don't think it's going to be there at all. <laughs> well, that'll be interesting. There's interest, but it won't be nearly what it w- could have been, unless, unless you know they they just charge to the Big Ten title. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if they. It doesn't. You know, I'm a. I've just been reading along this season. They don't have another pitcher like her on the staff. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. They, really. don't, they don't have anything that approaches that. You know, if they had one other that you know, an all-American caliber pitcher that you think could become an all-American, then, yeah, you, it might be a little different. They have a good line. I mean, they did recruit really well 
other than Landy Ball, they, they do have a good team. I mean, they only had to replace a left fielder and a first baseman. Those Andrews twins are really are excellent players. Billy Andrews is a, you know, and she's a, she's a shortstop with power, a lot of power. So there's still very good players in that program. But no, I mean, it's not even cl- it won't even be close to what it could have been. I will say this: in terms of interest, I don't want to I don't want to rule out them having a very good year. But in terms of interest, no, it'll drop off precipitously. I will say this, though, Sip. Uh, Nebraskans are notoriously frugal. And those who have already spent the money to buy their season tickets because they did sell their season tickets out, um, those people will still show up because Nebraskans yeah. spend money they're going to use. It's not like it's not like people are just going to say, well, I bought these tickets and now they're worthless. No, they're still going to show up. So I, I still think they're going to – you know, the casual fans who you know might want to show up for a – you know, uh, you know, on the spur of the moment, that might be down a little bit. But the people who bought their season tickets, they'll still be there. So it'll be good crowds at Bowling Stadium. I agree. Yeah. Hey, Sip, I wanted to ask you about Glenn, Co- Glenn Thomas, excuse me, because you had some numbers uh, about his offenses in your column today. And, I mean, they don't jump off the page. Or I guess if they do, it's because they're not good. What, what are we to make of the numbers, you know, for, for his previous stops with Matt Rule in college? Well, it just depends how you want to look at it. The, you know, it was a very similar situation at Temple in 2015 um, compared to what it is at Nebraska now. Very similar. Satterfield ran the offense at Temple in 2014 and coached the quarterback, and it was terrible. I mean, it was there were six and six, but the offense was 120th nationally in total offense. I don't, I can't remember. It's in there. And I, I don't have it off the top of my head. I don't know what they were in scoring, but it was really low. And then they Rule did just basically what he did at Nebraska this year in that he hired Glenn Thomas, coached the quarterbacks, and Satterfield switched up and called the plays. I think he coached the running backs. And the offense did get a lot better, and the team got better. I mean, it was – you know, the offense went to 96 nationally, which isn't great, but it's 25 spots. And they jumped up in scoring quite a bit. I think they scored six more points a game. Um, and they won 10 games. I, now, I'm not a – like, it's – yeah, it's not great. It's not great, but this is what Rule is. This is Rule has made no bones about it. He's always going to have a sound defensive team. It's going to be – it's going to be a team that's very strong defensively. It's not always going to be very good – offensively it's gonna be you know what glenn thomas said yesterday it's complimentary football it it can be good offensively at times and that, that's how it's been with rule uh, but it may not always be this defense you know and i think that's what we'll see you want the pendulum to swing a little bit more towards offense but the bottom line is to me in that conversation is they work together they experience success. They understand each other. Communication, like I wrote, is streamlined. They don't have to talk that much. That's, I mean, I, I don't know how to say it, except in football. Everything's moving fast all the time. And the less, the less you have to explain yourself in anything, the better. And they won't have to explain. You know, Satterfield's not going to have to explain anything to, to Glenn Thomas. Sip, what do you think is Thomas's toughest job? as he takes on this assignment? What do you think is the toughest uh, part of his job? Oh, I mean, having Rayola live up to expectations. 
it's a good question too, John. I mean, it, it's I think that's what it is. I, I, I think that's the most, that'll be the most challenging element. People are going to watch Dylan Rayola closely and how how well he plays out of the out of the jump. You know, see how that is out of the gate, and then and then what kind of progress does he make? And a lot of it, a lot of people are going to are going to trace his progress or lack thereof to Glenn Thomas. He's a quarterback's coach. It's fair. So I think that's it. Handling the spotlight, handling Dylan Rayola, all of that. That was kind of struck yesterday by Glenn Thomas saying the spotlight on the quarterback's the same everywhere. No, it's really not. This is this is the hot here, as we've learned. Really hot. Not not just as we've learned lately. I mean, we've I mean anybody my age, like John, you go back to forever and it's always been sort of striking to me how hot that glare is here on that position. I can only think. Well, no, it's not the same. There's no way I'd say it's the same everywhere. It's I not. can only think, Sip, and no offense to any quarterbacks I leave off, but I remember the hype around Turner Gill and how big that deal was. Yep. And 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 Tommy. Um, and this is pre, you know, Rivals pre on three pre twenty four seven you know recruiting services all this other stuff. This is this is there, and dare I say now because we have websites like yours, SIP, and others that this this might even be higher in terms of anticipation because he comes with so many accolades. I mean, we knew that Tommy Frazier was a good quarterback, or at least we believed he was, but we didn't have star systems to back it up or anything like that. Now we do, and this is the first five-star you've ever had. So I would, I would agree. I mean, this is – yes, the quarterback position, no matter where you are, it's high, but there's different degrees of high intensity. And Nebraska is about to walk into supernova – pardon the pun because I'm here at the home of the supernovas – but supernova-level temperature of high because it's five-star recruiting era. Nebraska has not had a guy like this in a long time. I mean, this is going to be super high. It is. There's one element, though, that's different. And we grew up at a time when Nebraska was always good, so there's always pretty high expectation. Yeah. There'll be high expectation for Dylan himself, but he doesn't He doesn't come at a time when there's high expect, real high expectation for the program. Yeah. So that, that, that kind of helps. There's, and I think there's a... There's, I, what I've sensed is that it's the way people regard his sort of early stage, early stages in his career is sort of tempered by that. Like we've been burned a little. I, I guess. Yeah. I, you put it that way. We've been burned so much. There's been expectations, and then a failure to even come close to them. Oh, the Frost era, really. That's, that's kind of what it gets to. It's the Frost era. So I think that he'll benefit from that a little bit. I do. I think he's already benefited from a little bit. I think some people are like, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Um, they don't, I think there's some hesitation to jump all in on him and jump in all, all in the program. But the ba- bottom line is, John, when we grew up, there were expectations all the time yeah. for the program. And now there's, now they're pretty minimal. Yeah, it is weird when you think about it because, um, and, I, and I'm trying to remember, Josh, we did a question on this on our online poll a few months ago, and I was surprised that the, you know, we did the, the Rayola capsule, the time capsule, 
and and you know what do you think you know it's gonna it's gonna look like in three years and you know talk of national championships was not on the board right and, no and barely big right. 10 championships was on the board whereas with turner gill he was seen as and tommy frazier the final oh, piece to the, the puzzle these are the guys that are going to get us there so you're right yeah, Step. It, the, 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 the expectations are a little different, and, and that mm-hmm. may actually be to Dylan's benefit, even though there's going to be a white-hot spotlight on him because he comes with so much um, so much accolades. Yeah, I think that it doesn't diminish the spotlight, but I think that I do think those diminished, diminished expectations for the program probably do benefit him. Hey, Sip, whatever it was. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. One of the things that you wrote about, you, you hit on something that I, I guess I hadn't really thought of a whole lot since the season ended, and that was when you said that Nebraska ranked second in the Big Ten and 39th nationally in rushing, and you added but had to use the quarterback often with traditional option plays to do it. Given that that is going to be gone, what mm-hmm. what is a what is, what is a realistic expectation for the run game when those components disappear? Because I would say that those numbers by the end of the year certainly felt very fool's gold to me, given that it was on the back of the quarterbacks, and I would say it was on the back of the quarterbacks mostly early in the year. So without the quarterback run game, how good can the running game be? Well, that's that's probably one of the key questions going into it. What will a traditional, I call it kind of a traditional running game, Yeah, a running back running game, what will it look like and yeah, how much will it produce? Maybe second in the Big Ten. Now, second in the Big Ten is a little little different, too, because it was only 39th nationally. Yes. Uh, so it wasn't like they were they were in a dominating run game. But it just comes down to how, how often in the last 10 years has the quarterback led Nebraska in rushing? Quite often. And it happened again last year. Harvard actually led the team in rushing. We know that's not going to be the case. So, yeah, you're, you ask a great question. I just don't know how to answer it. Um, who, who's going to lead them in rushing? Are we going to have – I don't think Nebraska will have a 1,000-yard rusher, but they could have a guy get 500 and a guy get 300 and a guy get 200 and another guy get 100. It might be something like that. But it better be good. I mean, the running back – I don't, I don't want to – I'm not putting pressure on them, but they need to be good. It needs to be – a good running back run game, you know, uh, you know, what's he, how, how's he term it? Body blows that results in effective play action. If you're not, if you're not, a, if you're not much of a threat on the ground, you know, it, it, uh, you know, really tends to nullify your play action or cuts into its effectiveness. Sip, the under has hit every year since 2017. Oh. Vegas win total is at seven and a half. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So, so is that is that to imply that maybe you would be leaning under if you were so inclined? The perfect number, in my opinion. Because I think mo- a lot of people, tell me I'm wrong, I think a lot of people hover between seven and eight. So it's really... It's really a perfect number. It's striking to me because it's the same number as USC. It's the same number as Iowa. Yeah. It's the same number as good teams that have been good. It's USC. higher than Wisconsin. Right. It's very, it's fascinating in a way. I don't dispute it, though, because I hover between seven and eight. I think if some things fall right, they go. they can get eight. And I think they can be pretty good about what I expect and get seven. And, you know, six is the number. It's not the end of the world. 
but it's not great. It's not much progress. I, the bottom line is I think they have the team to do it. I think it's a great number. I think FanDuel did an excellent job. I think they, they must know oh, Nebraska does have some pieces. Um, they, and they do. They're, they're, they should be pretty good up front. They really fortify the receiver position. How they fortify the running back position. And they don't have a spot that I look at and say, oh, God, there's a massive hole. I don't see that. I don't look at any spot and go, whoa, that, that they're incredible. I don't, there's not that. But there's no, I don't look at that. You know, if I look at the depth chart right now, I, won't, I don't look at it and go, oh, God, they're in trouble there. they got to figure something out. They don't really have that. They're pretty good. It's a pretty good team. Five, seven win, eight win team. Steve Sipple. Husker. Online. <laughs> I was going to almost, I, I was going through my brain. I, I thought like, John Wait a froze because the video froze. Well, the, video, John, the video froze, but then I was like, oh, I don't want to say the wrong one. HuskerOnline.com. A part of the On3 network. Correct. It's, a, it's a great website. Him and Sean and Robin, they do chat sometimes. Uh, and don't forget Abby. Tunnel Talk. There's information Grant. in there. There are other people, too, and that work Sipple for that. And Sipple always likes talking about the old days. Sure. Yep. I do not always Big Macs used to be yes, a dollar. Yes, you do. Hey, you're always like, Nebraska used to be good. Isn't it odd that they're not good anymore? You always say that. We know they suck now. It's time to move on. I kind of find it odd a little bit. I don't. Know. They've been bad for Just so long. Move it to, Sip, remember I, when Nebraska went to bowl games. Here's a column idea for you, Sip. Have we gotten used to them being bad? Because I sure have. <laughs> don't. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay. Um, I'll try my best. I think, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay this year. I N- do. Nice. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. Put Steve Sipple says it on February 13th. Yes, they'll put it be on the okay. List. I, want, I want that on the list. All February right. 13th. Steve Sipple says Nebraska will be okay. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. <laughs> All right. I'll ramp it. I'll ramp it up in the summer a little bit. Oh, any scandals wait. are on you, Sip. <laughs> Sip, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll let you get back to those donuts. I know there were plenty of them there. I'm sure you took a few of them home with you. Uh, there were five boxes, and I'm hoping there's some in the morning left. Nice. Where, 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 why don't we get donuts anymore? That's what Great I want Great question. Bye, Sipple. Bye, Sip. Goodbye, guys. Steve Sipple of HuskerOnline.com. Wow, yes, yeah, so your also, video froze at the exact yeah, same did. time. And and I was also distracted, so uh, our our esteemed colleague, Connor Happer, has been regaling us with okay, his shooting. Okay, I was wondering why you keep your clapping. Your, you, well, okay, he you have the shooting. focus of a four-year-old, John. No, no, John, we're doing a show I, right now. I know now. what I'm doing, but let's, Barely. Turn, let's turn the camera around. There's, Hap is... Hap is uh, Hap is shooting. Hey, Happer. And, I don't know why I said that. He can't hear me. And he wedged the basketball between the oh, rim and the glass. Jump and he ball. Was, and he was trying to use another basketball to get the ball out of the wedge. Oh, he missed it. Yeah. Hey, let's watch, watch him shoot a couple more shots. Well, so I, thought, I thought I would cam. do this. Are you so going to get your crappy camera set up? No, no, I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to do that. But I've got the basket is mic'd. Oh, so, so let's can, see. Let's so it's theater, it's theater of the mind. Oh. Theater of the mind. This is some AM radio right here. Yeah, this is, it's it's World Word. Radio Day. We need to celebrate by using our theater of the mind. Mm. I'm going to turn up the mic on this basket, and let's see. It's like Orson Welles over here. you going to shoot a three. Hap's going to shoot a three. All right, let's see what happens. Theater of the mind. <laughs> Clank. Clank. <laughs> That's a new drop, Nick. That 
was a good yeah. noise. That Plank. Was, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah he Can he do little... it one more time for All us? Right, one do, more give, time? Give us one from the corner. Now, no lie. I'm not saying this to defend my friend. Yeah. He was he was actually hitting about 40% of his threes. Oh no. During practice. Okay. Now. One now, more time. Now, Bello Francisco's out here. He's going to shoot one-handed. And he missed. Oh, but, he missed. But he's it. holding his phone. Yeah. He's holding his phone. Yeah. Yeah. See. <laughs> the pressure's but, on. But 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 Connor was actually. I mean, Connor has a good-looking jumper. I'm not gonna lie, man. He has some solid form. He does have good form. Yeah. He does have good form. But I don't remember the last time I shot a basketball. It's been years. No, we missed another one. Clank. Throw the basketball. <laughs> Shooting it'll just make it go. Yes, flat. I made oh. one since we put him live yet. Hey, by the way, how about this from Theo? Should we put this on the list? Ga- oh, that one went in. Guarantee we lose to the Buffs again, but can see seven wins. Theo says Nebraska will lose to the Buffs this year. Uh, no. All right, I'm adding it to the list. Theo is going to be wrong. If they lose to the Buffaloes, I don't think seven wins is happening. Mm. Oh, yeah, couldn't agree with you more, John. Yeah, They're think. not losing to Colorado again. <laughs> we're doubling down on last year's confidence. That's yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. One of us was right about that game. Oh, no, half, barely right, Nick. Barely you, you right. You had Nebraska's points. Barely right. Ha, Matthew says, holding his phone, kids these days. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, Francisco, he's from he's from Argentina. I believe. What does that have to do with anything? Well, no, I think he is FaceTiming with some family. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like Argentinians so hold like, phones during basketball It's games. such a novel concept for an Argentinian player. Mm. No, no, he is FaceTiming with his, with his family. Argentiner. He's FaceTiming with his family. That's awesome. That's so cool. What time is it in Argentina right now? Well, they're aren't they Central Time Zone, right? You always say that about South American countries, Nick. Well, we found out Brazil is Atlantic time. Correct. So Argentina is probably east, either Atlantic or Argentina Standard Time. GMT minus three. So what time is it, Nick? That's what I'm working on. What did you Google? Argentina time zone. All right, you're struggling with this. You, what you Google is what it, time is it in Argentina? It's, it's eight eighteen p.m. Okay, they're three hours ahead of us, John. They are. That's even further than the Atlantic. Oh, there it is. I see the difference. Three hours ahead of Omaha. There you go. Okay. There you yeah. Go. Uh, Jared writes: Nebraska will start seven and zero. And Theo has followed up on his comment: sick and tired of sixteen twenty disrespecting the Buffs. <laughs> Yeah, that's what many people are saying, that we're disrespecting the Buffs. We barely even talk about Colorado anymore. Thank God. Well, guess what? That'll probably change. Most of the world did after, what, week four? Yep. Uh, What was it? It was the week after. Who who did they get throttled by? Colorado. Or Oregon, I mean. Oregon, yeah. Oregon rocked them. Yeah, once Oregon happened, uh, they... Yeah, and then the USC the world, game happened. The world stopped following. Following, we uh, said bye, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. All right, we are coming back to uh, CHI Health Center. Let's do it on sixteen twenty. The zone.